How to train your brain to stop worrying. Interview with Katie Noel. Do you struggle with worry, anxiety, and fear that sometimes prevents you from taking bold steps to further your studies or career or life? Would you like to learn some practical tips that can help you move forward? Then stay tuned. Our guest today is going to share some successful strategies, specially called EFTs, for dissolving waffles, which is worries and anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. And you are watching Happy and Healthy Mind program, episode 114. Thank you, Katie, for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Rosina. This is such an honor and a pleasure. And I have to tell you that your podcast makes such a difference in the world. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and time. So Katie Nall here is not only a PhD in mathematics education, she also is a two-time TEDx speaker, a professional member of National Speaker Association, and an accredited master trainer and certified practitioner in emotional freedom technique, that is EFT. She also has additional training in trauma, quantum, and picture EFT. Whether in person or online, Dr. Noll shows others how to dissolve their waffles, which I already said, worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. And I'm your host, Dr. Rosina Lakani. As an MD psychiatrist for the last 26 years, I've helped many people overcome burnout, anxiety, and depression. I know that there are some factors that are not in your control, but there are. And I believe that your mind is the software that runs the hardware of your brain and your body. Therefore, we share practical tips for your mental fitness here. If you need specific medical advice, please consult your healthcare professional. But if you find this content helpful, then join our mission of eradicating preventable suffering by liking, subscribing, and sharing so more people can live and perform at their best with hope, health, and happiness. And so let's learn from our guest. Do you mind if I call you Katie? That would be perfect. Thank you, Dr. Rossini. So tell us, how did this topic become important in your life? Oh, I recently retired from working at a community college, a state college. At the time, I was a campus director, and it was really disheartening to see student after student after student who felt like they couldn't graduate, and it was always the same reason. They had one class left to register for, and sometimes some of the students had taken the class not once, but two times, and were not able to be successful in that class. As a mathematician, uh, my heart was broken to discover that that one class that they didn't couldn't get past was mathematics. They were devastated. And you know, Dr. Rossini, it wasn't just trying to get past that one class. Not getting past that one class meant that they couldn't graduate. I mean, if they couldn't graduate, that meant they couldn't get a better job. If they couldn't get a better job, that meant that they couldn't get out of the socioeconomic strata they were in. So it was a layered effect that caused them so much stress and so much pain. And so what were they worried about? Like what caused that stuckness or feeling that they could not? You know, that's a great question, Dr. Rosina. That And when I would ask the students how they felt about math, they usually came up with two reasons. 
The first reason was somebody influential in their life had told them that math was difficult. It may have been an instructor, a parent, a sibling, a relative, a, an older student. Somebody kept saying that, oh, math is so hard. Math is so difficult. And they believed it. The second thing I found out that was really pressing on the students, and that was they were told by someone, again, influential, that they would not be good at math. So the parents may have said, oh, nobody in our family is good at math, or it, they would have an, another sibling in the family, and that was, this, that was the family member that was good in math, so I'm not good in math. So they had all these fears. Right. that they would not be good or they would not be able to pass and that's what was keeping them stuck for not even yes applying for the exam or, or you said that they were not even applying for the class or they were not applying for the exam they would be sitting in my office and i'd say well what class do you have left to finish and they said oh i'm not sure now they knew but they were trying to see if i could get them past what they needed to do i'd get on my computer and i'd look it up and i go great it's a math class and they would just shrink i i had students in my office who could water the plants in my office by the sweat coming off their hands i would watch the color change in their face as they figured out it was only math right yeah so the, so the thought about taking a math class was giving them so much anxiety and fear that they were not taking that step yeah. so we'd love to hear some of the techniques that you help them get through that fear and anxiety and worrying. But tell me, how did their life change mm -hmm. after they were able to overcome that fear and worry and anxiety? I have to have a broad smile on my face because I would run into students later on. We live in a relatively small sized town and I would meet them in different places and they'd come up to me and say, oh, Dr. Nall, I just want to tell you, thank you so much. Not only was I able to get through my math class, but now I use these techniques in my life to help me dissolve my waffles, dissolve the worries and the fears. I would have students come up to me and say, I feel so much lighter. And it, it would be instantaneous. Mm -hmm. They would, after we would get finished with what, you know, suggestions I'd have, I could watch, I could watch their shoulders just melt down and their heads rise up the amount of confidence that they would gain. It was absolutely magical. Wonderful, wonderful. But we'd love to learn some of those tools. And if you can teach me and my audience how to overcome, because, you know, the worries are so, so common. Like you, anything new you're trying to do, or even old where you, you feel like you were not successful, or even when you were successful, it was hard. You keep on worrying. What if you fail? What if it does not succeed? What if you don't do the best job that you want to do? So you, like you're you're always fearing that you may not meet either your expectation or somebody else's expectation or not succeed in your in your endeavor. So can you share some of those tips with us? Yeah. Can I give you an example? Would you like to be my client for a minute? Sure, I would love to. I would love to. This is a little intimidating, I have to say. Um, my PhD is in mathematics education, not in psychology. So I hope that you enjoy this. I'm going to ask you a few questions. And the only thing you need to make sure is that it's the truth. And if I ask you to repeat something, I'm going to ask you to 
modify it. If I ask you to repeat something and you go, no, that's not really true. So would you change your wording if I ask you to say something and it's not true? Sure. Okay, great. Um, so Dr. Rosina, in the last 24 to 48 hours, have you had anything that's caused you worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, stress, a, a small thing like somebody pulling you out in front of you in traffic or something along those lines? Well, I've been kind of focusing on, I'm starting a new clinic in my, in my practice and I'm thinking, what if it does not succeed? What, what if, what if I am not able to do all the things that I want to do? What if people don't value what I am trying to share? So I've been a little stressed about it. And so my mind is kind of constantly going over that. It's kind of a positive worry because it's exciting. It's a new project, but that also means that I'm kind of, I'll just tell you what exactly. It's like, I'm closing one day of my practice of doing the treatment work that I do and doing a personalized medicine for mental wellness. And so it's totally new concept. It's, I'll be kind of the coach instead of the doctor and, you know, all these new things that I'm trying to apply. And so my mind is kind of worrying, thinking a lot. So when was the last time that you were worried about this? Today in the morning. <laughs> today in the morning. Where were you today in the morning? I was trying to wake up in the morning. Trying to wake up. And so you woke up in the morning worrying about this, right? Yeah, my mind was constantly going. And it's like, yeah. time is going. Okay. You know, I, I need to do other things, but my mind was constantly focused on this. And from zero to 10, where zero is like, oh, no big deal. Everything's going to work out fabulous. And 10 is the most worried you've been about anything in your life. When you think right now in this moment, when you reflect back on this morning, waking up and worrying about this new chapter, what number would you give it in intensity? Seven. Okay. And from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, where do you feel the worry in your body? Shoulders. I keep on finding my shoulders really tight. Your shoulders, um, tight shoulders. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to put one hand in front of your face. So you're facing the palm and then on the side of your hand between your little finger and your wrist, I want you to use four fingers of the other hand and tap right there and repeat after me and say, even though, even though I remember this morning, this morning, waking up and worrying about this new chapter. I remember worrying about this new chapter. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right now, I feel safe. Is that true? I forgot to ask you if that's true. Is that true? Do you feel safe? Yes. Okay, good. And we're going to repeat versions of that two more times. Even though. Even though. My tight shoulders feel all that worry from this morning. My tight shoulder feel all this worry from this morning. And right here, right now, I feel safe. And right here, right now, I feel safe. Even though, even though I'm kind of excited about this new chapter, I'm excited about this new chapter and I'm kind of worried about this new chapter and I'm worried about this new chapter and I can feel it in my tight shoulders and I can feel it in my tight shoulders right here. Right now, I feel safe right here. Right now, I feel safe and then top of your head and we're going to say this tight shoulders and the worry. 
the tight shoulders and the worry. And then above your nose, on the edge of your eyebrows, worrying in my tight shoulders. This worrying in my tight shoulders. And then on your temple, by your eye, this worrying in my tight shoulders. This worrying in my tight shoulders. And then under your eye, this worrying in my tight shoulders. This worrying in my tight shoulders. Under your nose, above your lips, I have this worry in my tight shoulders. Happens in my worry and my tight shoulders. Under your lips, above your chin, I have this worry in my tight shoulders. I have this worry in my tight shoulders. Cross your wrists and go on your collarbone. This worry in my tight shoulders. This worry in my tight shoulders. And then on your ribs, on the side, this worry in my tight shoulders. This worry in my tight shoulders. And put your hands on opposite shoulders. We're going to go down to our elbows and blow air out like a cartoon character. It goes... <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. And if you have a glass of water, take a sip. Mm -hmm. And then, Dr. Rossini, what I'm going to ask you to reflect back to this morning as you woke up and the worry you had in your shoulders from zero to 10, how intense does it feel at this moment? three. What is it? Three. A three. So you can continue to do this. Can you imagine one hour of doing this? It will go out down to zero. Clinical studies have shown that this effect is as effective as EMDR, eye movement desensitization reprogramming, more effective than clinical behavior therapy. And what I love about it is it's non-addictive, non-invasive, and clients can do it themselves. In fact, that's one of my biggest problems. I'm always on the lookout for new clients <laughs> because they can figure this out themselves. <laughs> that's wonderful. And it's simple, like, you know, I, I can see that there are a lot of, knowing a lot of therapeutic modalities, I, I can see how it is using multiple strategies and in a, in a very simple way. So what is the wisdom behind those certain uh, points that we used? And I, I, I see that you used a lot of affirmations and stuff. So can, I, can you share a little bit more background about that? The uh, system was developed by, of all people, an electrical engineer who'd been trained at Stanford. His name was Gary Craig. He looked at people that were using traditional Chinese medicine meridians, which are energy pathways, and said, if we tap on these eight spots throughout our body, we're going to be hitting 96 to 98% of the meridians. Hmm. It's based on traditional Chinese medicine belief that when, we, uh, the, when the meridians can't flow freely, when there's congestion, then that causes some of these stagnant emotions and can even affect our health. That's wonderful. Yeah, share, share some more in terms of like, you know, using an example of somebody that you may have recently helped, how do they apply this tool and other tools that you use? Oh, thank you for the opportunity. There have been so many clients I've worked with in the past 13 years. Uh, one of the most surprising ones was actually a close friend. She and I were good friends and she shared with me that 
she was having problems focusing, she would like to hire me to do tapping. I said, absolutely, sure. Just complete this intake form and we'll get started. Dr. Rosina, I got the intake form back and I was astounded. You know how you don't know everything about anyone, right? Right. She was actually seeing a therapist at the time, had been for years, was considered clinically depressed, um, was considered suicidal, was on not one, but two antidepressants. And I read through all this and all I saw were red flags. And I talked to my friend and I said, you do understand I'm a mathematician, <laughs> not mm -hmm. a magician. <laughs> and I talk, everyone who is a certified practitioner has a mentor. Everyone who's a certified practitioner in tapping has a mentor. And I went to my mentor and I read off, you know, all of these concerns I had. And she agreed with me that I couldn't touch it. I, it was so far out of my league. My friend was very, very persistent. And finally she came to me and said, look, I talked to my therapist that I've been seeing for years and she thought that tapping might help me. So I went back to my mentor and explained that we had the therapist approval and everybody agreed. And I, uh, because I've been trained in trauma, I felt comfortable that if anything was gonna come up, you know, that we could get past it. I had to go back and look at my records because I couldn't believe that this was the truth. We met for one hour a month for six months. At the end of six months, she and I were talking just in our friendship. And she said, you know, I was walking the other day with my friend who used to be my therapist. And I went, whoa, stop, 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 stop. What are you talking about? What are you doing? What's going on? And she said, oh, I told you. I said, no, you never told me. You have to keep me informed on these things. That This is like not good. And she said, oh yeah, I told you. My therapist took me off of all my antidepressants. I'm no longer suicidal. I'm no longer depressed. And all of that happened about five years ago. And she is still doing absolutely fine. That was the biggest shocker to me of all. I've been working with, I had a client in Mexico who had lost a lot of weight in a diet. And every time he sat down to eat, he was scared. He didn't want to eat food because he was so scared that eating any food would cause him to gain all back. And so we tapped on it and in tapping on it, he now can eat without fear of it. I had a client who lived in Colorado. She happened to be attending high school in Colorado the same year that Columbine tragedy occurred. She also was in Colorado when they had a shooting in the movie theater. She was petrified to go outside. Her job was a receptionist at a office and she told her supervisor, I have to have the front door locked. I, I don't trust anybody coming to that door. I worked with her for just a few weeks and she's very comfortable now out in public and has actually gone to a movie theater on her own and mm -hmm. feels very good about it. So I have some questions. So what do you do in one hour? Like we were able to do, we did of course only a few minutes. So if our clients who are like, uh, not our clients, but our audience who are listening to this program, if they want to apply this, this technique in to help themselves stop worrying, can you give us some more guidance in terms of how they can apply these tools? Just like anything else, Dr. Rosina, you always have a DIY and you also have working with a professional, right? Uh, yeah. A lot of people are very successful in getting the tapping chart 
Mm -hmm. and knowing the questions that they have to ask themselves and can resolve some of their own issues. There are times where when a practitioner asks a question of a client, it may be a question that either the client hadn't thought of or may not want to ask. And so working with a practitioner, you kind of get a different perspective. But I have a lot of clients who are able to figure things out on their own and will use tapping. What's interesting is that a few years afterwards, they'll forget about tapping because it worked so well. And they'll be talking to me about something and I'll say, well, why didn't you try tapping? And they went, oh, that's right. I forgot how well it worked. So but then it, they, when you teach them, they go and practice it every day. Some people do. Some people practice. I know I have friends who practice tapping one hour a day, every day, mm -hmm. just because we have so many things, you know, like a layered onion, right? That we can kind of go down. And there are people who just, when they think about it, uh, if you're driving around town, you will frequently see me with one hand on my steering wheel and the other hand tapping saying, I can't believe that guy just pulled out in front of me. Who does he think he is? Has he been waiting all day <laughs> just to get over it? those little frustrations at Gesundheit daily. And, and so, yeah, you can, you can just use it as needed. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So other things that people can do to overcome their, like you said, the waffles in terms yeah. of frustrations and lethargy and exhaustion and stress, how, what, what other things people can do? So I'm also a instructor in Qigong. And so breathing is a great way. And I'm sure, you know, lots of people have talked about breathing and the importance of that. And so just taking deep breaths and stopping being present in the moment and using your five senses to look around. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you taste? And being present in the moment can help on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, when, when people start worrying, let's say I, I have patients who would kind of worry about, let's say, let me use the example of, I had a patient who was worried about a court date and, and she said she felt like she was going to be evicted from her place. And so it's very hard when you're constantly worried about something that could be, you know, that could be true. It's not, it's not just worry about something imaginary. It, it could be real worry, which could happen and that would impact their life significantly. What would you advise a person like that who's worried about something specific like that? Well, clinical studies have shown that when we worry, we are taking away many of our thinking abilities, decision abilities, and ability to focus. Correct. So dismissing that and dissolving that worry. And of course, my favorite technique is tapping. So to allow somebody to dissolve that worry so that they can think clearly. I understand uh, people are in situations that are urgent and traumatic, but if you are worried and stressed, what you're doing is you're hijacking all the abilities you have to make sound decisions, to think of something that you may not have thought of. And so to get out, you have to get out of that, release yourself from that state to be able to think clearly, to find, you know, what that solution could be something that you may never have thought of. Wonderful. Wonderful. So let me kind of summarize that worrying could happen for some reason 
or no reason, like some people also develop the habit of worrying, there is, it's important to overcome that worry so that your mind can actually think through the solution or focus on the steps that you can take. And there are many different techniques that could help a person overcome, break through this worry cycle. And so we shared a really powerful technique called emotional freedom technique. And it's called, that's why it's called EFT. And that has many years or maybe centuries of practice. But recently there's a lot of research on, on this technique and has been brought into the, the modern practices that a person can either use it with the help of a technician or a certified provider, or they can try to do it themselves too for milder form of worries. Once you learn it, it's kind of easier to do it. But initially, you probably need to learn. Because I remember doing this tapping with my uh, yoga instructor one time. And, and so she was doing it to help release some of the body tension. And so I think it is used for many different types of conditions and just day-to-day -day issues. So have I kind of summarized it all? Would you like to add something? Yes, I, I would like to add a little bit of information that people may not know that the Veterans Administration has approved tapping to work with veterans who have PTSD. It mm. is my understanding that the founder, Gary Craig, went into a veterans hospital and worked with Vietnam vets who had been hospitalized and drugged for 40 years. And after one week of tapping with them, the veterans were fine and were released. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so there's a lot of research on body somatic techniques and, you know, EFTs is one of those moving things that are stuck in the body through tapping. So that's wonderful. Yeah, we're coming towards the end of our time. Do you have any take home message for our audience today? I would like to let them know one of my favorite sayings, and that is this too shall pass. To me, that means that when we're in a situation that's uncomfortable to know that it's not going to be that way forever. Alternatively, when we're having a fabulous time to be in that moment, you don't necessarily have to take a photo with your phone every moment or a video to just enjoy that moment because this too shall pass. Wonderful, wonderful. And if people want to learn more about this EFT, how can they learn more from you? So they can either attend one of my trainings. I have them frequently. Uh, and the information is on my website. The level one foundation training is an eight hour training that's offered hybrid, both here in beautiful Vero Beach, Florida and on Zoom. They can go to my website. It's knowledgeco.com. That's spelled N is in November. A-L-L, -L, that's my last name, followed by the word edge, E-D-G-E-C-O.com. Again, that's N-A-L-L-E-D-G-E-C-O.com. They can also call me. I, I always challenge listeners to give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. They can call me directly at my number at 772-226-0167. Love to talk to you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the gift that you are sharing with our audience. Tell us about that gift. So for those who want to know more about how to tap and uh, to tap on their points, contact me and I will gladly share a tapping chart.
Yeah. And so you have given it to us, and we would also share it on our website for our audience right. to download. So what is the tapping point? So the tapping points will talk about where to tap on your hand and the eight different points on your body so that you know when you're saying the, your surprisingly negative statements that you would know where to tap on your body. Wonderful, wonderful. And so if you want to get this gift, you can go to our website, happyandhealthymind.com. And then there's this button, resources. You can click it and you'd be able to download all the resources shared by our wonderful guests. And if you are in US, you can also text the word joyful to number 38470. And we'd be happy to send you the link for these resources and reminders for the future program. And so let me leave you with this question. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. You have a choice of letting your fears and worries block you from going where you want to go or use some techniques like EFT to overcome that stuckness, that body fear, anxiety and worry so that you can move and move forward in your career, in your school, in your life, whatever you want to do. So what is your choice? Until next time, stay safe, happy and healthy. Dr. Rosina. And thank you, Dr. Mo. Thank you.